Hello and welcome to episode 94 of the Mature Gamer Podcast, Bits and PCs. With me tonight we have Vimesy. Hello. And Yoda. Hello. Well this seems to be our default configuration lads. Um, I haven't spoken to Beastie for a while and I can't remember the last time I was on with Clarky. Is he avoiding me or something? Yes. Is he? Yes. Why well, is he upset with me for something? Probably. Well, on that note, um, I listened with interest to his story of being in Euro Disney last week. Um, I am going to bring up a little point. Why did none of you pick up on the fact that uh, Brokeback himself stayed in the Western Hotel? Because we were trying to be tasteful and courteous and we completely missed the link, sorry. <sighs> Amateurs. Never mind. Um, okay, so uh, us three again. So that's good. Because we always get some. Uh, yeah, we pros. Could we get some good content? You sound really down, Vimes. Are you alright, mate? It's late. I know. I'm sorry. I'm tired. Bank balance. Yeah, I've seen my bank balance. <laughs> Why? Why is there a steam sale on? Uh, we'll no, get to it. We'll get there. We'll get to that. Okay, so uh, just a few things to deal with at the beginning of the show. Uh, it seems that every other single bit of mature gamer, mature gamer, mature gamer podcast, mature gamer forum whatever content seems to be pimping Steve and Kev's book at the moment. So um, I haven't read it, but um, I do want to pimp it. They've actually released a book. I think it's called, um, what's it called? Best Thing From, Volume, Volume 1. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazingly, this is a real thing. It's available. I gave it a glowing five-star review. Oh, did you? It's available on on Amazon. the internet, on, mm-hmm. on, on Kindle, and actually in book form and um although i haven't read it i just wanted to pimp it because um genuinely i'm massively impressed that kevin steve can publish a book right i thought you were going to say i've been i'm being genuine genuine they always they often surprise me those two i don't know where they fit all of this into their seemingly busy lives and mike jane's a teacher and she gets no time to do anything like this so i genuinely impressed with that they managed to fit this stuff in and um, and i'd like to i'd like to give it a go i mean i'm somewhat a little bit jealous that they can do it to be honest so um look forward to my book um coming out in a few weeks um opinions from a from a position of ignorance i think i'm going to call it so um just be me ranting on about a load of old bollocks or maybe i'll just take the shortcut and rant about all the things i hate in the world um on this podcast um, so look forward to that um, yes go and check out that book um, I'm sure it's going to be brilliant um, <laughs> sorry say, I'm, just... I'm, not, I'm absolutely not I'm at being absolutely genuine you're, you're laughing and it's no really... no no the reason I'm laughing is because I'm, I'm reading some of the reviews about their said book oh, right. and um, <laughs> I won't mention the guy's name but um, Matt Vanston's left a lovely um, <laughs> a lovely review saying um as a huge fan of the best thing from podcast bracket and a mature gamer, I felt it was my duty to purchase this book, and I thought, well, yes, that's about what it is. It's our duty. We should all be out buying this book. The fact that its Kindle version is dirt cheap and only about four quid had nothing to do with my purchasing decision whatsoever. So I'm very pleased. I don't know what it's about. Is it just them putting down? It's the in- best thing from. They basically um, uh, kind of. Uh, taken the first i think 20 
um, shows and, and made them into chapters in this book. So when they're discussing everything from fish and chips to God knows whatever else, Doctor Who, crisps, football, you know, um, and they've just they've just made it into a, 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 it's quite a nice idea. It's, it's like a, what do you call it when you uh, a dictation kind of book, you know, ah, thingy. It's good. It's good. I've only read a couple of chapters of it, but um, good. Does it use big words? Some long ones, yes. Yeah? Yeah. Chapter was quite a large one. <laughs> no. I'm genuinely impressed, so anyway. I was. I, I actually tweeted my sincere appreciation of their just sheer brilliance. That's enough about that. I'm yeah, you can tell them. I'm getting tired, can't you? Yeah, I'm fed up <laughs> No more pimping of them. Um, okay, so coming up, we've got MGPX. That's getting close. Um, I read a post from someone on the forum this week. says, I'd like to come, but I'm not sure I'm going to come because I'm coming on my own. I'll have to come on my own, and I won't know anyone. Well, can I just assure anyone who's in that boat and thinking that that's going to be in any way some sort of problem? It isn't. Uh, none of us really know each other very much. Um, and um, I found everyone to be... Very, very nice, very, very friendly, and very, very accommodating. So, um, once we let them out of the dungeon, yeah, brilliant. Um, no, honestly, as I said, come along, you amongst friends, uh, just latch on to just say hello to someone, and I guarantee you'll probably recognize them. You know, don't ask them what their real name is, <laughs> ask them what their forum name is, else you've got no chance. Um, you'll, you'll notice Kevin Steve because they're the, the ones that are being loud on the stage. Thinking that they're fucking, uh, well, I don't know. Authors? Authors or something like that. I think they're um, doing a book signing. Yeah. Say again. They're going to do a book signing. Oh, really? I hope so. Fuck. They can sign my Kindle. <laughs> <sighs> Brilliant. Um, okay, so yeah, make sure you get tickets to come along to that. That is mid July sometime. Sorry, I don't have the date on me. Um, Eurogamer is also coming up, and that's the back end of September, uh, September isn't it, mm-hmm. or October? And again, that'll be a good meetup. So register your interest on the form. Go and buy tickets. You, I think you said the other week the tickets were on sale, aren't they? They are. They've been on sale for the last couple of weeks. So if you want to go to Eurogamer, and it's good to go to Eurogamer, it's good fun. Um, get your tickets sorted ASAP because they do tend to sell out quite quick, and it's worth trying to get a hotel fairly sharpish as well because they go real quick. Yeah, you might end up in a dive like Steve did last year. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to Earl's Court tomorrow. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, on the first day of the tube strike. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, amazing. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm going to InfoSec, which is the inf- information security. Uh, that sounds like a expedition. parallel laughs. Yeah, it's kind of what I do. Um, but, yeah, no. It's, uh, last time I went to it, um, I found that one of the companies had... Um, what, their effort to try and pimp their products was to have a um, a big proper poker table on their stand. Mm-hmm. So I just sat there playing poker for about four hours. <laughs> it's ridiculous. A bit, my my employers were paying for it at the time as well. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and something that I don't think was mentioned last week. Um, no, no, it wasn't. Prizes. Now I haven't yet given Shadow Line his prize. I'm not sure he's I'm still not sure he wants it. But did we hear back from Korth and the other one? No. Brilliant. Okay, I will. Put, Should we just say if anybody wants it? Tweet us. I will put the wheels in motion for us to uh, 
do another draw somewhere in this in this um, podcast. Um, I, I, I just want to get rid of it. Just want to get this monkey <laughs> off my back. Anyway, let's move on. Games and projects. So um, oh, I'm going to break with tradition and go with Yoda. Yoda, what have you been playing, mate? Oh, get lost. After Beastie and Clarky were were gushing over Hearthstone last week, um, I thought I would give it another go and carry on and where I left off, which wasn't very far up the old uh, tree. And I'm quite enjoying this. I've not, I'm not winning very many games, but it's it only takes five ten minutes to have a, a match. Uh, it's simple, it's easy, it's card games. Unlike Clarky, I haven't dropped any money on it. I don't think I don't think I'm gonna get enough out of it to start throwing money at this game. I'm not there's no the collector instinct in me hasn't kicked in yet either, so I don't know. It's it's a nice game. It looks good. I I was uh playing uh, against Clarkey the other day, and and it's, it's an the win, surely. Do you know? It, I did. I think all in all, I think it's like four two. Uh. Yeah. So I have lost a couple. Um, I was actually at Clarkey's house yesterday, and I used his PC while he was in the iPad cheating because he could obviously see the monitor, and and he still lost a couple. Good. And. It, it just it does it just looks pretty the the fact that while you're waiting for the other person to sit there for an hour to um to make to play one card you can sit and play with the scenery to to alleviate any potential you're not really order. selling it while you're waiting an hour for someone to make a move you can play with the scenery but when you play against beastie you don't have chance to do anything except die yeah he's quite good now yeah he's we were playing the other day, and I think he won about four or five, and then he goes, oh, just one more game. I just want to use my weakest deck. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. Lo and behold, he, he destroyed me. And yeah. I haven't then... played this much at all since I, I stalled it on the, the iPad. I think I've played three or four games. I just can't quite get back into it. I think um, one of the things I, I, they, I think they've missed a trick with is they've not they've, there's no trading so I can't say I've got this card and I want to trade it. What have you got? Oh, I'll have I'll, I'll give you two of these for one of those. I, you know, there should be. And I know they want to get steer away because they had such a mess with the um, the Diablo three auction house and stuff. But mm-hmm. they could have done something really quite neat there. Well, I read. I also read an article today that it they're looking at bringing it out on the iPhone. Yeah, I don't know. that's going to work. And they are looking into bringing it out on Android as well. Yeah, I know it's going to come to Android at some point. Ah, well, it's not guaranteed because their their argument at the moment is, at least with the iPhone, you can say, okay, anything from the iPhone 5 up. But with Android, you've got such a large variance on different different, um, versions of the OS, so they're not sure how they're going to manage it on, on Android. At the moment, that was what I was reading earlier on, which would be a shame because 
I wouldn't mind playing it on my mobile phone. I, I can't see it being a problem. Not on a screen that size, no, but my little iPhone 4 ones. I mean, I'm playing it on an iPad 2, and it's it's okay. It's a little slow, sluggish. You get a little bit of screen, you know, just a bit lag every now and again, but it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. So uh, could, I'm sure they could bring it to friends. It's just the screen size I'm thinking about. If, you, if you've got a five-inch screen, you could probably get away with it. anything smaller than I think. Unless they change the layout crafted. somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. And that's, that's that's probably all I can really say about Hearthstone. I think we, a lot of us have spoken about it in the past. The next game is, again, your fault. Craft the world. Still. Still. I think I've put over 18 hours into this in two weeks. Hmm. And And it is all your fault. Saying, "Oh, Yoda, look at this." This looks right up your street. Yeah, yeah. And you were right. I tell you what. For I think for the six pound I paid for it, getting eighteen hours out of it so far is uh, is not bad going. And it's everyone keeps going. Oh, it's Minecraft's little. It looks. Brother. It looks like um, Starbound to area Minecraft two D kind of thing. Yeah, it's also got the the whole dungeon keeper esque getting attacked. Mm. on it mm-hmm. and I'm really enjoying this I think on one map I'm on 8 hours now just playing this one map trying to build up the craft tree trying to just unlock everything before I find this hidden portal to unlock the next uh, land but it's if you like that sort of game like the the farming aspect of get collecting all the resources and mm-hmm. Crafting it is, it's worth a go. I picked it up for six quid. I playing it now, I would have paid full price for it. Mm. Unlike a game that you told me I'm not to pay full price. Well, for. I'm just thinking you can kiss that one goodbye now because if John, if John has his way and you start playing the next game, then we won't see you ever again. It's not my way, I fucking hate it, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's everyone needs to play it because. Um, it's great. <laughs> the game, of course, is League of Legends. Should I have Dota. downloaded. Have Dota. Don't well, listen to that Dota noob. <laughs> so I have downloaded League of Legends um, yesterday. I have spent this evening before doing this watching some videos. Mm, just how it starts. What yeah, videos have so... you been watching? I don't know. I just... Googled YouTube uh, on YouTube League of Legends tutorials and watched. I think there was one on for about half an hour. And I sat there for the full half an hour watching it. Going, I could quite to this game. It looks right up my street, and I'm probably going to lose my whole life and never turn my PlayStation Four on again. Yep, that's what's happened. That's what happens, mate. <laughs> and uh, it's brilliant. You get you get to argue with children. You get to get really angry and really happy you know it's like it's a full spectrum of, of emotions so I'm hoping to uh, have a couple of goes this week and then I think you should uh, as you're the League of Legends guru I think you should come and join me for a game And I'm the world's worst <laughs> League of Legends guru <laughs> believe me get on the team speak there's a lot of people in there who will give you a lot better tips than I, I will but you need to make sure that you play some bot games um, yeah, and uh, but I think you'll really enjoy it. It's um, 
Yeah, oh God, I mean, it's a staple of this show, isn't it? Talking about League of Legends, <laughs> but um, as long as you, um, as long as you, as long as you're following the concepts and learn things like towers will kill you, mm. um, and don't die, and understand basically. a bit of the meta, you know, that the, what what role goes where, then uh, yeah, you you're you're onto you're onto a winner. Well, the video I wa- the first video I watched had a guy who was in in beach wear with a like a big shotgun type thing. I don't know whether that was player, like. Was he what? No, the character oh, was right. in beach wear. Um, I can't remember his name. He was walking around with like a shotgun, and he was being walked through by someone who who played this for a living. So yeah, it it all looked. It does look very interesting. So I've got to make sure I get the the last hit on the enemy to get the gold and stuff like that. You are learning well, young man, <laughs> young Padawan. Um, no, get on that. We'll talk about that next week then, and uh, yep. report back to, with your findings. I, I haven't played. I personally haven't played this for. Do you know what? I don't think I've Alex? played League of Legends for a couple of a uh, couple of weeks. Um, no. So I thought you were going to say days then. No, but <laughs> I'd be totally, up, I'd be totally up for having a having a bit of a game. I hope you get good at it, actually, because um, maybe we might be able to have a uh, squeeze in some kind of um, listeners versus hosts League of Legends game. Because um, well, Beastie plays, uh, I play sort of. If you're playing, Vimesy. Vimesy with his Dota experience <laughs> probably knows how to play it, don't you? Uh, I know the basics. Well, you've been playing Dota, haven't you? So I, I did, yeah. We just need to persuade uh, Clarky to to have a go. So uh, yeah, we'll, get, we'll work on that. That'll be good. And that's 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 it for me. Cool. Okay, so Vimesy, um, really? You, you've, okay. been play, you've been playing Rust and not Daisy. Yeah. Because I don't like Daisy, it makes things too complicated. Standing up, sitting down is complicated in that game, um, and I ain't got time for that. Rust. Uh, the only reason I started playing Rust again was because there was a bit of a, a resurgence on the forum, um, and I think Aaron picked, he's, he's got himself a little server, so he's he's opened that up to the uh, mature gamer um, community. So if you're a member of the mature gamer uh, Steam group, you can go onto the Rust server uh, and. Uh, go forth and, and have fun I did put a little video up on YouTube uh, just a little walk around to sort of only like four or five minutes just showing you what the world looks like for those who've never played it before and um, yeah, I went on it a couple of nights last week it's it's good um, it just doesn't I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried because the problem with Rust is okay for those who are uninitiated Rust is uh, an open world sandbox game it mixes up the crafting side of, of Minecraft with what used to be the kind of uh, zombie post-apocalyptic Daisy type thing, uh, but what happened was that the a bit like in Daisy in many ways, the stories about the people and the the other people on the server kind of uh, became more interesting than the zombies, and so they took the zombies out. They just removed them. They said no, these are just getting in the way of the human interaction, so we'll get rid and. You hear an awful lot of stories about um, what happens between you know different players on servers. So you get hostage situations, you get muggings, you get people cooperating to do weird things and stuff, and and build fortresses and whatever. Um, 
and I think um, we've gone in and it's, it's been quite a good fun because we've managed to build our forks. Obviously, there's, we, we've got quite a communal thing going on, so we're not really <laughs> we're not killing each other. Um, yes. Well, yet. And we've you know built this nice big fort up and we're, we're right next to a rad town so we can nip in and get some good stuff. So we're all tooled up. We've got everything from, you know, pickaxes to effectively using nine millimeters M4s, you know, pistols and MP250s and stuff. And, um, you know, we wonder about getting resources. But the problem I have with it is, what do you do now? Now we've practically built everything um, because we're unopposed. Part of the fun of it kind of it leaks a little bit because um, if you were to go to a big server and there's there's like a rad town, which is where a rad town is kind of like a a collection of small buildings like a um a, a small military outpost or something like that in daisy would be uh, and it's irradiated which basically means as you get near it you get the click of the um geiger counter starts going off and when you get into it you've basically got two or three minutes to go in get whatever it is you can scavenge and get out and the point about these rad towns is that they tend to have the best gear in them so you might find guns you might find ammo you might find blueprints for things <clears throat> but of course if you're um if you're playing this on a server where you know it's maybe five of you and then there are other little groups of survivors around as well all playing their own game you might go in collect all the stuff and then as you're walking out the door get shot and all your stuff nicked which obviously lends a bit of an edge to it at the moment we just kind of wander in there like we're going to Sainsbury's that sounds familiar <laughs> which you know makes makes the game easy but almost too easy in many ways because you've got no you're not it's not a game built for PVE. It's, it's, there's no environment to play against because as soon as you start being able to craft guns and ammo, there's nothing that can stand in your way. You know, you get attacked by a bear and it's like eight shots and the guy goes down and it's like, great, hack him to death, get all his, you know, all the, all the animal fat and the leather and whatever and build a nice rad suit out of it or something. So it's, it's, it needs that human, you know, it needs that human interaction. It's not there yet because I think the server's still closed, but I'm hoping that um, her and Pab and everyone else will, will start maybe opening it up to, to randoms. But it, it's that roll of the dice, isn't it? It's that lottery. If you open it up to randoms, it could all go horribly wrong because <laughs> um, there might be would more randoms. Like, would you not like them to say, look, okay, this is your server. Do you want zombies? Would you? Would that make it uh, any better? No, I don't. I don't think the zombies would do a lot for it because, again, unless you're going to fill it with hordes like in Left 4 Dead or something, you know, if you've got if you've got Daisy level of zombies, mm-hmm. uh, by the time you know we're talking, we've got more guns than we can shake a stick at. There's just there's boxes and boxes of guns and ammunition lying around. You know, it might have been good if they could have zombies that you know a bit like you were talking about Dungeon Keeper, which is what I always thought that I kind of hoped they'd do with Daisy, which is um, what games like Fortnite are looking to do, which is once, once you know, we've built what tends to happen is in Rust during the day you go out and you scavenge and you get your wood and you get your coal and your your metals and whatever, and then at night because it gets really dark, um, you build because you can see what you're doing because you got your campfires there and stuff. And what would be really good at that point is if the zombie hordes amassed and started trying to take your fort down or trying to you know uh, assault you. That would be good because then there's a bit of PVE in that and you've got to tool up and build your fort with the fact that the zombies are going to attack you at night and you better be bloody ready. Do you know what I mean? That Something yeah. that gives it... A, at the moment, it's just too easy and you kind of run out of things to do because the tool set isn't there. You can build walls, stairs, windows, you know, but there's that's basically it. So once you've built a tower or you've built a square thing, 
there's no reason to do anything else. You know, you could build a four by four house, have your, um, you know, have, have a, a kind of, uh, what do you call it, a, a storage box. You could have a crafting table, a furnace and whatever else. And you don't actually need to enlarge your your empire, if you like. There's no need to. Because you've got everything. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no point in, in making a bigger castle apart from to use resources up that you don't really need to gather because you don't need to go bigger because there's no benefit to going bigger. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I don't know. There's some balancing that needs to be done there. And I'm, I'm not the biggest, like, you know, I've only spent five or six hours on this game, this, you know, the last week. And it's good fun because you're with other people. And it, don't get me wrong, it's a hoot. And if anybody is thinking about getting it, um, strange enough, I've done a video uh, <laughs> on, on YouTube. So go and have a look. And... Um, See what you think, because it is a good game. We it, spoke about this. It is in alpha. <laughs> you know, you did tell me not to to pay full price for it. I would say that's fair. Um, you know, at the moment, I can't. I don't even know what it is at the moment. I think I paid 15. about fifteen quid for it. I think I paid about twelve quid for it, or something around that, when it was either pre-release or one of the Steam specials or something like that. And you know, I've had my money's worth out of it. Don't get me wrong, but. At the moment, I don't think it's balanced enough. There doesn't seem to be enough to do. It's not PvE uh, because there's no challenge there. And it's not really, unless you open it up to randoms, which the problem with playing randoms is it is so random. They could be You could get complete arseholes or you could get people who kind of play the game and you, you might have a really good experience with, you know, going up against them to get resources, but then them kind of, you know, not 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 being assholes about it. Do you know what I mean? There's a, there's a very yeah. fine balance and that's difficult when you open your server up. Um, I guess if, you know, if, if, the, if, if our forum kind of all, you know, if you had 20 people playing it off our forum and you split into three groups or something like that, that could make it interesting because there's not that antagonism that you might get, but that, that would still be fun gameplay because you could, you'd still be competing, but I don't know. I don't know. What it's, would you say if in, would you wait for H1Z1 um, to see what that's going to be like, or would you you go out and get Rust now? Because obviously H1Z1, I think, is coming out in... Well, I think Beta's coming out in a couple of weeks, um, from what I was reading the yeah, other I day. I don't know. I'd have to see more on H1Z1. H1Z1 is Sony's... Um, Daisy Rust-type Daisy game. Daisy Rust-type game. I don't know. I've seen a few gameplays of it. I don't know that I'd go... Uh, zombie games and open zom- open world zombie games like this just don't do it for me anymore. They just... I don't particularly find them that interesting. The only one I was actually reasonably excited about was State of Decay, which I thought was a great game. Um, but I wish they... If they'd have made that multiplayer, that would have been much more interesting to me. It was a simple dynamic. It was simple to play. It played like a third-person shooter, uh, but with melee in it and stuff. It had a really good fortress dynamic where you would, you know, you you had a little base and you could expand it, um, and you could, uh, you know, you could you could build up your supplies from that. So you could you could make it. So you went out, you scavenged, and you you, you built up your base. So you improved the garden or you improved the library, which meant that you had more blueprints and stuff like that. Uh, it had an element of permadeath, so you know. You could play as any one of the survivors, but when that survivor dies, you you lost their learnt skills, which is which is great. I mean, Say of Decay is a cracking game, but it really is really good. Um, I really enjoyed it, but it's uh, they, they, and the next game they bring out will be multiplayer, which is when I think I'll jump back into that version. 
Um, each one, I don't know enough about it to, to comment on it. To be honest, I'm I'm, I'm a bit zombies, man. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's just, it. I agree with you. It's the same thing that mine. All these type of games, and I'm going to include Minecraft in it. Um, Minecraft Daisy Daisy Epoch, which is very much like Rust, and as much as you can create a mm. fortress or whatever. But when you've done that, to what end? I mean, doesn't doesn't matter how big or small your fortress is it doesn't there's no there's, you know it's not like you need a bigger one so you can fit more stuff in it because there isn't anything mm. to put in it there's no funky you know you know there's no gun yeah, installations I, you can put in or there's no uh, it's like it's like playing a civilization game where the tech tree only goes four levels yeah you know, and that's that's the problem with, with Civ games and games of that ilk. That you know, you you want to know what the next step along the tech tree does, and that's what drives you. But because the tech tree goes from here's your rock that you start with, yeah. you built a stone axe, now you're suddenly holding a shotgun, and that's you can pretty much get there from that. Yeah, and I, you know, it, it once you've got guns, the wildlife is no is no challenge to you. Zombies aren't that much challenge to you. Um, when they were in the game, they weren't that much challenge to you. They're taking them out. It's just like, well, you know, they've got irradiated bears instead, which are funny, but, um, you know, and if you're armed with a pickaxe, they are, you know, fucking deadly. But, you know, a pistol will take it down in eight shots. So it's not like it's, it's not scary because you're so OP'd. It's, it's not, you know, it's just, so uh, it, it's a game that needs balancing. It's good fun. If anybody has got it or they're really into that kind of game, then it's probably worth purchase because I'd like to see where it goes next. How are they going to do it? But they have been in alpha for a long time now. It hasn't Sounds familiar. Yeah, <laughs> it, it does, doesn't it? But uh, so I don't quite know what I don't but, quite know what they've done. Oh, it's because it's it, it it's such a huge project. It's such a huge vision. But you don't know what the end game is. They bring these things out saying we're going to build a game. It's early access. Here's the alpha, but you haven't actually told me what's the end. What's it going to look like when it's finished? What are you working? Well, there isn't an end game. There's a thing with these. But then it's never-ending bloody alpha. You're you're playing things, and what they'll do is they'll add in little things like Minecraft. But there must be. They must have a finished idea. When we get to this point, that's the game done. Release. I mean, with with enough interest and enough development time, then. I mean, if you think about the development teams and the amount of time and effort that goes into uh, an MMORPG, for example, where they're constantly developing new, new, co- new content and mm-hmm. new things, all of these games don't have those resources, and, and they're trying to—they're trying to do—they're trying to do—they're do, uh, kind of trying to do so many things all at once. They—they—they. They, they, you know, Daisy and Rust and all that, they want to be like, I just looked at the video for Rust. They want it to be Skyrim, but they can't get the, they can't yeah. get the, they can't get the missions in there. And they want it to be Minecraft, but without having the building blocks, but they want to have all the crafting stuff and, mm. and whatever. They want to be all things to all men. And that that's, that's so difficult, especially when you're talking about, you know, s- smaller teams. I mean, maybe, you know, a company like Sony, you know, bearing in mind that they're using, They've got that planetside engine already pretty much nailed. Yep. Maybe this is where this, maybe that is where you know you want to hedge your bets. You want to put your bet on that being the 
you know, well, the one game to... I'm just, I'm not, I'm not as excited about it as some people seem to be. Well, well I did read about the, the H1Z one. What they're also doing is, for the more time you play, they, they're doing, I think it's either mo- monthly or bi-monthly votes. So if you want, they give you three options that if you want something changed in the game. It's a massive community vote, so it's mm. all community driven. Mm, I can see it well. I can see that. <laughs> that doesn't up necessarily. In their face when you start trying to do quickly. things like that, and you bring a lot of the times, the community is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's Russ, Russ is good. I don't want to go too much. About it. I don't know enough about it, and it's, it's unfair to me. I'm not. I'm, I'm really not slating it. It's a, it's a good game. I'm just. I'm not sure where it's going. I'm not sure it's got the content in there to keep people playing it for very long. Um, unless you've got that human interaction that that makes the stories and makes it interesting, you know, if there was another group of people from another clan or another server or something like that, uh, you know, over the other side of the mountain, and we were have com- you know competing with each other for resources, or we were mugging each other off, or we were trying to raid their their fortress or something on a nightly basis, then obviously that's going to be much more fun, um, and, and and it's going to drive the game. That's what's you know that's what's going to do it, but they haven't yet, so. Um, Maybe maybe that's something that you know. That maybe if we open a server up, or I might try and. I don't know. It's it's a difficult one because you want to have fun, you want to be able to build things, and you want to be able to do that undisturbed. But at the same time, you want to have some kind of driving force for the actual gameplay. And I'm yeah. not sure they've got that yet. I will say, can I can I jump in? I, yeah, I will say that um, my lot, I'll call them my lot. They won't like that. Um, we've been playing a lot of Daisy, but not. Daisy standalone. We've been playing a lot of Daisy mod again, and uh, yeah, we're really quite enjoying it. We found some really populated servers, and um, we're not really bothering so much with the building of stuff. We're just going rogue and going bandit and just going around killing people, which is ultimately probably a bit a little bit more fun than a lot of the other stuff that we've been doing, especially on a well populated server. It's it's kind of like it's Call of Duty without all the Call of Duty bullshit. Mm. Um, so it's good. It, it makes uh, makes for a much tenser experience, you know, when you when you're you're playing along and you're you're trying to get geared up and you you may maybe dealt with another with a couple of people, but you know, there's always that jeopardy of just around the corner you could lose it all, which <clears throat> very often happens. So we're really enjoying that. And I will say that until I think until the end of um, April, which is coming on now, but it has been for. For quite a long time, you can get everything you need to play Daisy Mod for three pound eighty four or something on Steam. I think I think it's still going on Steam. It's called um, All You Need to Play uh, uh, the Original Daisy four pound twenty four, and this is until the twenty nine uh, until oh you got another nineteen hours. Sorry, <laughs> um, it's Armor Two Combined Operations. That's all you need to play Daisy. Plus Daisy Commander, and for that price, I really recommend you check it out. Um, there has been an update to Daisy Standalone, which I haven't played for a long time, and this this I think is indicative of all the problems. So we've got Daisy Standalone, which has been knocking around for quite some time now, and they've ha- they've got a new update, and the number one thing in their section of new things in this update is that there are melee attacks added to frying pan and cooking pot. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's like I'm reinstall that fucker. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What needs to be there is new 
vehicles, oh. tanks, helicopters. Yeah. Um, and this is the problem with these early alphas and stuff. You lose your way. You don't have a focus. It's yeah. like, give us your money. Here's a basic world. We're not quite sure what we're doing with it. You give us, you know, we give them our money. They then go and, and then they run out because the game doesn't go anywhere. And it, it worries me. They're just going to sort of, well, a lot of early access games here you go, but we're not sure where we're, we're actually going to end up. Yeah, no, I agree. And you know, well, Minecraft was the same, but Minecraft had that whole, I, I hate saying the Lego thing because I don't really don't think it is Lego, but it has that, although it's got all of these elements of Daisy and Rust and whatever, you've got your survivor, you've got your zombies, you've got crafting stuff, finding stuff, blah, blah, blah. Mm. It, it, ultimately, it had so much more. It's got, it's got the whole building thing and, and a proper building thing. Build whatever the fuck you like, not just... You know, something that you can make out of craftable bits of wood. Make a fucking Pikachu. Make a big bridge. Make, you know, fucking Helm's Deep. Do you know but what it, I mean? It had, it had simple, you know, it was simple, but you also felt threatened. You know, when you see a creeper in Minecraft, fucking leg it. Yeah, the first time you see that little green bastard. Yeah, yeah but it works. The balance is the balance works with that game. If yeah, you know, I, if you go down into the ground, you're mining, and you've got little torches and a pickaxe. Or even a sword, and then suddenly you get, um, you know, you hear the, the rattle of skeletons or something. You fucking, you just, you just stop, and you're like, oh shit. Uh, also, if, if you knock it. this, if you knock, if I knock this out, am I going to get covered in lava? Yeah. I mean, this, I really quite enjoyed. There's nothing more therapeutic than just going digging all the way down to the bottom and just <laughs> and mining out some shit, looking for some yeah, diamonds. No, it's, it's, it's great. Good fun. I like it. It's it's a good game, I and mean, we give it some stick. But it's a good game. It's an amazing game, and uh, you know I, I won't have a bad word said against it, other than the boat guy who made it, who's obviously turned into a bit of a dick. Um, <laughs> you know, re- referencing, of course, his whole um, uh, Oculus Rift and Facebook thing. Oh uh, boy, fucking bellend. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Oh uh, yes, sorry, we've gone on for ages about rest and stuff, but good, lovely. Um, so I'm going to keep the rest of them fairly brief most of them anyway um hitman go this is uh ipad game 299 this is a kind of board game ver- version of hitman so you know the, the hitman blood money and all that kind mm-hmm. of thing um this is really good uh it's uh it's like it's beautifully presented it, it kind of it's, it presents like a board game so it kind of opens up and you have like this kind of diorama of a, of a scenario uh, so it might be that you you know you, you've got a, an outside um, swimming pool area, you know, outside a mansion or something like that, and there are there's kind of like a grid on the on the um, on the on the on the board, and you start off as hitman somewhere, and you have enemies, I suppose you want to call them. You might have guards or you might have whatever dotted around the map, and when you move, they move, and. Um, you basically have to kind of work out their patterns of movement and it really does evoke the spirit of the game quite nicely. Um, and so it works out that you, you, you know, you have to get from, from your starting point to the exit point or, or when you get to those levels, you have to take your target out without getting intercepted or seen by the other people on the map and they might be moving about. They'll have set patterns. You can distract them by throwing rocks and they'll try and congregate over in that area. So you can try to sneak past. You can collect briefcases. 
there are certain different targets. So per level, there are kind of three things that there'll be three stamps you can collect per level. One might be collect the briefcase that's on every level. One might be do it in under 12 turns or something. One might be, you know, um, make it through without killing anybody or something like that. So it's a beautiful little game. It really does look good. Um, And it really, it's, they did this as well. They brought out a kind of a game for pre-ordering the last Hitman game, Absolution. They had a little kind of mini game where you were you were the hitman sniping from a rooftop, and that as a little mini game was absolutely superb. I spent more time playing that mini game than I did the actual game itself. It was it was ludicrous, and this Hitman Go game is well worth three quid. It really is. Runs fine on an iPad too. Um, go and check it out. It, it's it's well worth your money. Um, that's all I'll say about. Got more time than Hearthstone did. Put it that way, or FTL for that matter. Um, Next one I want to talk about briefly, um, Broken Sword 5, The Serpent's Curse. Uh, avid listeners to this podcast, if there are, is any such a thing, um, will know that I kickstarted this uh, crikey, a long time ago. Um, they split the release into two parts, part one and part two. Part two came out a week ago, a couple of weeks ago, something like that. So I finally got to sit down and, and play it through. Yeah, uh, hmm, a little disappointed if I'm honest, the gameplay is pure broken sword. The puzzles are pure broken sword. The dialogue between the characters, but it does seem to be a little bit, um, it lost its way a little bit that there's no real sense of risk to, um, the game. You don't really, the story is just that at no point do you ever feel like there is an issue or a problem or you just, there's just kind of, what, why why am I doing this? What's what's the point in this? There's no element of kind of risk involved. Uh, it's probably you know it's a solid seven eight ten out of ten. If you if you like Broken Sword, then people are gonna you know, you're gonna buy this and you'll be happy with it. Um, it is Broken Sword. It's a bit easy uh, and the story is mush. Uh, um, but I still hope they do a Broken Sword six or seven or whatever it is um, because I'll still buy it. So that's fine. Off the back of that, I went to I fancied more more adventuring um point and click adventure stuff so i downloaded a game well i had it in my inventory my steam strangely enough from a steam cell many many moons ago uh, a game called the raven legacy of a masked thief um this is a another point and click adventure it's a 3d version uh 3d game and it plays very much like an agatha christie it's got that same uh you know it's 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 based on what is effectively the orient express you play a very poirot character um as a kind of swiss policeman a uh, very very poirot um you bump into somebody who is uh very obviously agatha christie in all but name uh as a, as a guest on the train and 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 things start to go wrong it's all about you trying to uncover who is this master thief known as the raven it's quite good it's got uh, a brilliant story which is really dragged Oh, sorry about that. Looks like uh, my Virgin Media Super Hub decided to um, super go up its own ass there. So sorry about that. I lost connectivity. Um, Vimesy, you were talking about Agatha Christie, and it's a great story. (laughs) (laughs) Your way of pretending you were listening, John. (laughs) Yeah, just just keywords. Keywords. Yeah, so that was The Raven. Uh, A really good game. Worth picking up if you are... If you're a fan of the adventure genre, um, definitely pick it up. It's it comes in. There's like three parts to the tale. 
and um, like I say, the story is, is well worth putting up with a few clunky bits of gameplay. Um, really enjoying that one. Uh, another game I want to quickly talk about is a game called Divinity Original Sin, which is the game I tried to persuade Clarky and Yoda to pick up, and they just bailed on me, basically. That's because it's £30. Yes. I know it looks pretty. Yes. And it's RPG. Yes. But it's £30. And? It's an early access game. <laughs> But it's very good. It's uh, it is really good actually. Um, I've played a bit of it, and then they reset the servers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not reset the servers so much as they they implemented a patch which changed quite a few of the gameplay bits and pieces. It made the game better, but um, it wasn't compatible with earlier saves. So, uh, but it, it's it's good. It's an isometric um, top-down RPG game, very similar to Diablo in the way you move around the world and the detail of the world itself, but it's trying to be a little bit more than that. So if you're playing single-player, you are always playing as two. There's always two of you. Um, and you can go as different classes or the same class or whatever. So, you know, you might have a, a, a hunter and a mage or a, a warrior and, you know, a paladin or something like that. Um, very standard kind of tropes. Um, but the interesting part of this is where when you get into battle it turns into a turn-based game so you know as soon as you go into battle it freezes the not freezes the screen but it pauses the game and you can then choose you know from where you're stood which of your characters is going to do what of their special actions to 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 you know fight your way through the battle so it's Uh, like the the old final fantasy mechanic battle mechanic uh i don't know i didn't play any final fantasy but don't oh me i don't play final fantasy okay it's like the stick of truth battle mechanic no no well kind of except it doesn't take you into an arena so it doesn't take it doesn't take you off into arena it just you stay on the map that you're looking at yeah so you you know if you're in a i don't know one of the first battles happens as you're coming off a beach up some stairs into kind of it's beginning to open out into kind of sand dunes and whatever and you run into a couple of you know protagonists there and the game the game basically pauses and says fight and you basically um choose okay i want my hunter to fire uh, an immobilizing arrow there and then my warrior is going to charge in and then my hunter is going to move around the back and try and throw some acid down on the floor you know that kind of thing it's very it's, it's a turn-based yeah turn-based combat system works out very well but the interesting thing is it's um it's full co-op all the way through um, the main story, the main quest line, so you can play this as a as a, an epic RPG, and it does look epic. The whole story screams epic at you. It really does, kind of, you know, really do overdo the epic yeah, slightly. The problem with it being early access and no, what you've okay. already covered mm-hmm. is you can get four, five hours, six hours in, mm-hmm. and then they go and reset the server. Uh, yeah, no, they, I didn't have to patch it to be fair. Um, I could have, I could have not, but yeah, yeah. I mean, there is, there is always that issue. But if you are playing co-op and one of you patches, and yeah, can you... doesn't. I don't, yeah. I don't know the answer to that. I, I just don't know enough because no other bugger bought it for me to try these things out with. Uh, um, there we go. Um, so that's Divinity. That's a, cr- a cracking game. I'm actually looking forward to playing that a little bit more. It's um, it reminds me a lot of Baldur's Gate. It's that kind of epic 
kind of that's you know when i say the over epic the epicness it's that whole what you do here will affect the whole world type proper old school rpg yeah kind of thing going on there but um 30 quid is steam i'll give you that um i just really fancied something like that should have actually just reinstalled boulder skate in all honesty but there we go um i've not played a divinity game before and it looked shiny so um clarky just kept saying why are you why are you playing that shiny why did you spend 30 quid on that why it's shiny um that's pretty much all you got from me um so i wanted to talk a little bit about the last game and I'm, I'm aware i've been waffling on for about an hour um you're not getting out of this one. No, I shouldn't really. I um, it's all Smidgey's fault. That's 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 how this starts. I I kind of had an inkling that I wanted to get a new a new wheel, a new racing wheel, and um, I've been using like a, a kind of console based Logitech cheapo piece of shite, um, which has kind of got vibration, and that's about it. So it's 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 one step up from a gamepad, possibly. Um, and I thought I wanted to get myself a decent a decent wheel because I remember I've, I've played on a few force feedbacks and I remember they felt very good and I thought well I want to try this so um, I did put a shout out and, and Smidgey managed to source me um, a Logitech Driving Force GT uh, which is about I think you, you looked it up earlier about 120 quid's worth of wheel yeah it's like that. about that yeah 100, 120 I think it was 150 when I was looking from last year or whatever but um he, he's a mate of his from the, the sim racing world or whatever. Um, very, very nicely flogged me his. Um, I got it. And I thought, well, what do I play with this? And I thought, well, I've got shed loads of games. Um, but I also picked up this Assetto Corsa game um, a while ago when, strangely enough, it's an early access game on Steam. <laughs> and I picked it up when it was on sale for about 20 quid. And... Um, Again, for those interested, there's a YouTube video up on my site. Just search for Vimesy74 um, uh, on YouTube. And it's, it, yeah, uh, I don't know. There's something about it. It's it's just a, a damn good game. And I'm not quite sure whether it's the game that's all... So how much did a set of Corsa cost you? 20 quid. And how much did your wheel cost you? 50 quid. Right, so you're in for 70 quid. Yeah, 70 quid. Bargain, really. Is that all? Yeah. Are you sure? Hmm. Yeah. Should we talk about your cockpit? Mm. Your ozone cockpit that you've um, purchased. <laughs> oh, oh, what? Have you bought a chair? <laughs> <laughs> I might I might have splashed some cash. I've got a chair I need to sell. I've got two of the damn things. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> there you go. Vimesy no. jo- has bought or spent the, the, the nice small amount of money. Mm-hmm. Of three hundred and forty-four pound and ninety-five p. Good man. Hmm. But link, it, please. It's it's, it's in the in chat. There. <laughs> <laughs> Way ahead of you, John. Uh, this is this is not just a racing wheel. This is this is a whole uh, ergonomic thing because um, it's a workstation as well as a racing chair. Is this how you're going to sell it to your wife? Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's kind of. She asked me. I said, "Oh, I've, I've bought us. Uh, I've got a delivery coming, uh, honey. Sometime this week." Oh, what? What have you bought now? Oh, a, a seat for my computer. All oh, right. <laughs> so I think she thinks I'm going to get like a seat for the computer, which is technically what it is. Um, it's an it's a, a, a butto ozone, um, and it's it's basically a racing car seat, but it has um, 
I've gone for the. It's just got a, a single screen mount in front of it. It's got somewhere to mount your steering wheel, but also what it's got is a is a massive kind of keyboard mouse tray that uh, on a, on a, a hinge, so it swings across from one of the sides and um, you know sits across your lap. So you can use it for all sorts of games, not just driving games. You could use it first person shooters, League of Legends if you wanted to, Dota, whatever. Um, much more comfortable place to sit than this fucking horrible chair I'm sitting on right now. It's slightly expensive, but I was looking at these the other year um, and was really tempted to get one then. And to be fair, I have, I think, been bitten slightly by the racing bug. Um, This Assetto Corsa game is just awesome. I'm really, really enjoying it. And with a wheel as well. Uh, You know, it's hard to tell where the game and the wheel, you know, they just kind of complement each other. Would I enjoy the game as much without the wheel? No, I probably wouldn't. Um it's the wheel adds just so much more to it and it, i was saying on my on my video on youtube which you can find by searching for 74 on youtube is um if you do play racing games at all for like a couple of hours a week or anything like that do yourself a favor and pick up a wheel because it's just it makes the whole game just better um you've got a wheel haven't you john He's gone off, has he? He's, no, he's... no, 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 no. I was just struggling to find the unmute button. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. No, I've got a wheel. I've got a G25, which is thoroughly unused. Um, I've got two car seats, one of which I want to use. The other one's been in the garage for rather a long time, and I kind of need to to get rid of. I palmed mm. it off on the system on my sister the other day and said, sell that <laughs> <laughs> on eBay, but I can get it back if I need to. Um uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I actually dragged my wheel in back from the from the garage with a view to setting it up and um, putting it on my uh, gaming chair and uh, getting it going. I mean, so I'd pretty much have a similar setup to what you've got, but I don't need the um, I don't need the the monitor screen because I just pull it in front of the projector screen. Yeah. Yeah, which is which we we brought to MGPX last year, which um, yeah, worked yeah, yeah, fine exactly. for five minutes until someone broke it, but. Yeah. Oh yeah, but that no, that was just that that Microsoft Xbox where it was just been, uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd had some use out of it. I'd played a, quite a bit of Forza, Forza mm. with it. Um, oh, but I can't get into any of those. You see, I've tried. I was again. I was saying about, about <coughs> specifically. I've tried. You know, I've played all the racing games on console. I've tried uh, Forza Horizon, PGR GT. I just can't for some reason, for whatever reason, I just can't get into them. Maybe it's because I didn't have a decent wheel at the time or whatever. But they just never seem to have helped me. But this 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 Assetto Corsa game, I just seem to I can't get enough of it. I'm like, I I I enjoyed Forza Two more than any of the others, and that's because that's the game that I bothered to set the car seat up with. Um, I, I played a little bit of Forza Five the other day just because I was in the living room, and do you know what? I was a little bit bored with it. I did a couple of races, but it just it, it yeah, and that's that's pretty much how I feel when I play any racing game. And I, no, I think I've come to. Up. I'm I've, just like this is wicked. I've come. To, I've, yeah, I've come to the conclusion. I think racing games for me should be done on the on the PC because I got that G25, which works on a on a PC. It will also work mm. on the PlayStation Three, but I don't know if it will work on the PlayStation Four. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so I, I've got a set of course. I haven't played it yet. Looking forward to playing it. And um, when the multiplayer hits, or maybe even before. Well, multiplayer that, is supposed to hit in about five days' time. The end of this week. On um, Friday, I believe it's coming out the multiplayer patch. So, um, 
that would be that would be kicking. That'd be really good. I so just need I'll, to clear I'll all love... the shit out. <clears throat> clear all the shit out of my office so that I can get it going really, and then I'll be mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be joining you, mate. Yeah, excellent. So that's that's kind of. I don't know why, but I've sucked myself into sim racing, really enjoying it. Um, I don't think I'm going to take take the step into iRacing and stuff like that yet. I'm quite happy to play with one game until I get fairly confident with it. Get this, this rig into the into my office, which means I can get rid of this desk, run everything off that, that chair, and then, um, yeah, I'm really excited. <laughs> well, you've been threatening to do this for quite some time. I you? have, I have, and it's, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited about it. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. yeah cool no it'd be good i mean um yeah it'd be good I'll try and get some video up on youtube if you search rhymes 74 and that's yeah. it cool excellent um so the only thing i've been playing i've, oh, I've mentioned i've played quite, played quite a bit of daisy as i said daisy armor 2 mod um i just been having a bit of a conversation on chat with them um, turbo kev actually he's talking about hiring another epoch server so um Anyone who wants to get involved in that on an MGP server, um, we're going to have another go at trying to get one of them going. Um, I actually bought Elder Scrolls Online. Hmm. I don't know why. And I played it for a while, and it's all right. <laughs> it's Brilliant. all right. It's all right in as much as if you like walking from one place, reading some text, then walking few hundred metres in the other way, clearly marked on the map, reading some text, then walk another 300 metres, read some text. Just doesn't seem to be an awful lot going on. Um, I find the combat is a bit... Uh, um, I thought I they know. changed the content. The combat. That combat, sorry. So it was, it was more responsive. I did, it didn't seem that responsive to me. Um... It's not Skyrim, and that's what I, I just don't understand why they can't have co-op Skyrim. Even even if everyone you know, even if you're in a party of four and you're doing a mission, just you just need to have all four people in one place, and then you can all get the same mission. Do you know, you can all get the same kind of text, and oh, I don't know. It's all right. I, I mean, I need to remember that I've got it so that I can cancel it after the first month because I can't see myself carrying on with it. <laughs> I enjoyed my time with it, but I, I just had issues with the fact that... Uh, I don't know, it just it didn't seem to... Um, it didn't seem to go anywhere. This, the story was a bit weak and it just didn't... I think I said... another yeah. series of fetch quests. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think I've said this before. I just don't... Much as I'd, I think I... I like this idea of being you know uh, an MMO player I just don't think I am because yeah. it doesn't do anything for me I think me. you and I are probably in the same boat I mean I've bought almost every MMO out there ever and I've never managed to you know the only reason you know WoW I suppose is the biggest the long, WoW and Lord of the Rings and that's because I kept going back to them and they've just been out the longest I think, well the terrible. one I spent the most time with was probably Guild Wars mm. um, and I still have that and that's that's great and you know that's the model for me. I've paid for it, and I can go back to it. Whereas this, uh, I, I can't see myself continuing to play for pay for this Elder Scrolls Online. Well, I can see myself continuing to pay for it, but only because I'll have forgotten that I need to fucking cancel <laughs> the damn thing. You see, you should just cancel it now, because you can just you can you know do that thing where you choose to pay by top up cards and then just never buy a top up card. Yeah, 
Um, maybe, I, I don't know. I, I, we started having a little bit of co-op with the, when I bought it, but we didn't seem to be co-oping in any way, shape or form. Mm. It's, I mean, I, I was kind of, I put myself off not buying the PC one with the excuse of if it seems to go all right and people like it, I'll pick it up on the PlayStation 4, thinking it might be quite a good couch MMO. And now I'm just hit, you know, I don't know many people who are playing it. I don't know many people that are enjoying it that much. Um, and, uh, have I had 30 quid's worth out of it? No, how much did I pay for it? Uh, how much would I have paid for it? I think I paid about 26 for it. Mm. I played it for about six, seven hours. Have I had my, my worth out of it? I've had less value out of a game, to be honest. Mm. So, um, But yeah, I'm definitely not going to be continuing on with that. Um, I, I, I keep threatening to go and play Lord of the Rings online because, frankly... Why not? It's free. Well, and I, I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested. It's good. You in, I'm interested it's in the law. Do you know what I mean? Good, you'd love it if you like the law. You'd be, you'd be well aware on the law. Well, I'm life. interested in as it. much as I'm, I'm familiar with it. With all this Elder Scrolls stuff, doesn't make any fucking sense to me. But <laughs> I mean, I know, you know, I know yeah, my get, way around. Get Lord of the Rings online installed. It's, it's, a, it's a cracking game. I think I shall. Okay, so. Um, that's 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 enough. God, did we're going long again here, lads. I don't know how mm-hmm. we manage it. I don't know it's how we manage fault. it. Releases PC Child of Light. Yep. What's that then? It's a two D um, kind of Japanese RPG. Uh, looks beautiful. Um, it, it, does, it really does look stunning. It's coming out on pretty much everything: PlayStation Four, Three Sixty, PS Three. I think it's out on the Wii U. Um, that's where you're beginning it, then. Yeah, probably. Have you uh, used your Wii U? I have actually. I picked up a fucking last last weekend. Uh, I was in game. They had a Wii Fit in there for five pound. Okay. I took it up to the counter. Like he's going to look at this. What and get a, ba- a balance board? Yeah. Right. With okay. the game, absolutely immaculate, pre-owned, obviously. Well, for the Wii or the Wii U version. For the Wii U. Or Is what there Wii a Wii U, Wii U version? Well, no. I think no, it's it was the, the Wii just, version. It's just, it was the Wii version, but it's like I don't know if there's a. Wii U version it probably is but um, yeah five quid you walked up the counter the, ca- the guy behind the counter alright oh, Chubbs he said to you yeah um, <laughs> I, don't know. I bought it for the wife um, <laughs> she's in the cake shop but five pound man it's a fucking bargain I had that at home opened it up absolutely immaculate put it on stuck my three year old daughter on it said lose some weight for me um, <laughs> got to do all the, got to do all like the little tightrope game and um, the, the snowboard or the skiing or whatever it was and stuff and she really enjoys it. It's the best game she's got on it, and it makes it look like I'm doing loads of exercise. So it's, yeah, it's all right, isn't it? It's all right, <laughs> especially for a fiver. Oh, so, it's a bargain. So but when's Mario Week? When's, as well, but yeah, when's Mario Kart out? End of May. Right, well, that's when the next time my we Yeah, pretty much that's when i next turn it on. Um, okay. I, I noticed in, while we're talking about Japanese RPGs, I didn't realise that Nino Kuni was so cheap on uh, PlayStation, PSN... Plus, whatever it's called. Wasn't there, wasn't, there a, wasn't there a PS Plus game not so long ago? Or am I making that? I, d- I might I d- just d- been on cheap again. Yeah, I d- plus discount. It was on discount, was it? Yeah, well, it's, it's dirt cheap. And I always fancied Nino Cooney, but it's a good game. I just can't see myself. You won't? No, I won't. Well, I, I, <laughs> I just won't. I don't know why no. I'm kidding myself. It's, it's a lovely game, but it's one of those. I think you're a bit like me with these. You'll play it for about. You'll, you'll play it solidly for like a day, two days of like eight hours worth of game. No. 
and then that. you'll you'll take it out the drive and put something else in, and you'll never go back to it. No, well, see, I mean, that's exactly. I tell you what, bloody South Park hasn't had a look in for a long time. I know, completely I've got not interested in it. I've got to finish it as soon as I stop playing it. I had a weekend of playing it non-stop, and then as soon as I stopped and played something else, distractions. It's crazy. It's a crazy, crazy world. Right, let's move on. We don't do you want a break. We haven't got time for a break, isn't it? Bedtime. Well, we've got time for a break if you want to have a whiz. I'm good. All right, let's no, carry fine. on. Right, films, books, and comics. So, um, Yoda, what have you been up to, mate? Well, we were looking for something to watch, and I decided that Bubble Boy, the the old film from 2001. Never heard of it. It's about a boy who's born without an immune system. Okay. And his parents. It sounds. Say, His parents take him home and make this big plastic bubble for him where he proceeds to to live for many years until the the hot girl next door moves in and he's infatuated by her. Sounds familiar. Yep. (laughs) That's the third time I've said that. That's the third time I've used that little gag this show. (laughs) Sorry, I hadn't realised it was a gag. It's Go not on. really, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and he then, she then moves to to get married in near Niagara Falls, and then he goes on a road trip across the country in this. In his ma- ball, like a hamster. In his, he makes a bubble suit, and oh. he he goes across the the country in this bubble suit. Oh, I was kind of hoping he'd no be like spoilers, a ball, please. Like, no spoilers, please. No spoilers, please. So he's no, like peddling, peddling away in the ball or something like that. It's been out 13 years. I'm yeah, I was going to say, does I he mean, go over the falls in the ball like a hamster in a four ball? Not saying anything, no oh, spoilers, apparently. Awesome. I've never heard of this thing ever right. in my life. You, you say it like it's like Star Wars or is Terminator. Is it supposed to be a comedy? It is a comedy. Oh. It, is it a, yeah. a gross-out, crass, crass humour comedy? Is John over that? Ameri- um, it's a road trip comedy. Sort of. Right, I mean, right. <laughs> I thought you were watching some kind of fucking documentary. Uh, right, I'm up for that. I'll check that out. Was that on Netflix? Um, no, I think it was uh, on Sky Go. Okay. It's either Sky Go or Netflix, one of the Bubble two. Boy, right, okay. Yeah. I'm looking out for that. And the next thing, I've been continuing to watch Arrow. That's uh, what well, you're never going to watch I haven't watched it. any of them yet, so no spoilers. It's, good. it's getting really good. Good. Um, I, I can't stop. Well, I was really annoyed that they had the whole mid-season break in America. Why they can't just put it out week on week and just stop messing around with schedules is a bit ridiculous, but hey-ho, we bow down to, to their godly law, apparently, when it comes to these sort of programmes. It's really good. If you've not seen it, like Vimesy, I think you should ask him to borrow his season one on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. which is sat on his shelf doing nothing, because it's never going to go in his uh, it Blu-ray. Will. It won't. It might. And it's just, it's really good. It's probably the better out of the two, with Marvel, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. being the other weekly. It's hopefully going to lead on quite nicely to the Justice League movie that they've just announced. Um, I think they announced that after Superman vs. Batman movie, 
that they are going to a year later put out a Justice League movie. Mm. Four years, four or five years too late, in my opinion. I don't know yeah, what... I'm not a big superhero. I don't. I can't. I think the Marvel universe, I can kind of, kind of, just about accept. But the Superman thing, I'm, I have an issue with him being a bit OP. Yeah, but so you're you're all right with Thor being? Yeah, he's fine. A thunder god, but yeah, he's fine. He's a god. That's fine. I can do that. He's got weaknesses. You know, there there are plenty of them. So Superman, it's called Kryptonite. Yeah, one. <laughs> and you know, he'd been dead a long time ago if that was fucking if that worked. Come on, nerdlingers, get on with it. And so I'm, I'm interested to see what they're they're going to put out about this Justice League movie, but I think they've missed the boat big style. And that's it for me. Cool. So, yep. Vimesy. Hello. Oh me. Um. Uh. uh TV. Nothing. Um. I just. I just can't be asked to watch it. To be honest, it's just nothing. I. Watch I Google Box. Well, I could watch Google Box, but I just I don't want to be sat for. I'd rather be doing something else. And she's normally playing racing games. Uh, you know, I, just, I don't know, can't get interested in it particularly. Uh, but I did make the mistake of wandering into my little comic shop on Saturday morning for the first time in three weeks, and then having to fork out about twenty five quid to pick up the comics that I'd forgotten I ordered um, three weeks ago. <laughs> um, so I had quite a back catalogue. Um, the Red Sonja comic um, is, is, continues to be awesome. Uh, the also picked up episodes, or oh, sorry, episodes, what do you want to call it? <clears throat> issues one and two of the Witcher series, which have just come out. Um, that's really good. That that's that's brilliant. I mean, I'm a big fan of the Witcher books and the big fan of the Witcher games, and this just seems to have exactly the same sort of uh, feel to it. it, it just that same brilliance to the writing so if anybody is interested in The Witcher go and check out the comics I think they're on well, I was going to say they're on Comixology but everyone's got off Comixology now they've decided to pull the store from, from their app so um, I don't know go and, have a, go and find it in your local independent comic shop which is what I do and then I also picked up the Team Raider comics um which I've not read yet because I think only issues one, two, and three are out of a six-part series, and I'm waiting for the full, full six to come out before I start reading those. But hey, look, the art—I've had a quick flick through. The art looks just really good in that. So I don't know why I'm being a complete nerd. I'm playing computer racing games and reading comics. So <laughs> I might as well just give up now. Well, that's absolutely fair enough. That's what you should be doing. Yeah, these things I do just to bring content to the show. I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I. I, I I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you spent that much money on on something so frivolous. What My up? wife won't be. She doesn't know. <laughs> I told you. She she thinks I bought a computer chair. She doesn't know how much I spent on the computer chair, or the fact that it's a meter and a half long and made of tubular steel. <laughs> it's a fine line, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah. If I'm not on next week, you'll probably fathom why. I, I just hope you enjoy it, mate. I really mm. do. I mean, it's. Uh, I've really, uh, often, really enjoyed. Uh, we're going. Why are we going over that again? I don't know. Right. Uh, <laughs> what, have, what have I been watching? A lot, by the look of it. You should play more games, John. Uh, no, 
don't know. We had Easter, didn't we? So I had plenty of time where we did. the family's around and, uh, you know, I can't really go and sit in here and play bullshit video games. Um, so, well, first of all, let's talk about the football. All right. Did we see the match yesterday? The, I presume it's about the Liverpool Man City match. Uh, no, Sky Goes match, Sorry. Well, they're both matches, really. Uh, really, the cat's amongst the pigeons again now, isn't it? It is. Mm. Uh, you weren't involved in it. Sorry, uh, Yoda. Um, no, we were. What but we for some reason, the biggest news in the world is that fucking Man United have, let, have sacked a manager. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Christ. did you see the statue that I think Paddy Power put? Yes, I did. Uh, yeah. Outside Anfield. Yep. No? David Moyes. Oh, really? For services to Liverpool Football Club. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Love that. So I I don't know. Everyone seems to think that it's a shoe in for City. I really don't think it is. Mm. We've got to play Everton and. But Everton, let's be honest. No offence, Ramsey. Careful, boy. They don't have anything to play for with them yeah. losing, with Arsenal winning tonight. Mm. I I just can't I can't see them knocking off. They're, I just think got... our squad looks really tired, and like you say, it, we've we've kind of let it slip the last couple of games. We had such an opportunity to go into Champions League, and we've just dropped it, drop a little bit. And I tell you what, it was a great finish by Alcaraz at the weekend. Mm. Never mind. Move on from football because it's just depressing, you know. Uh, fair enough. I'm quite chipper about it. But you would honest. be chipper about it. Let's see what happens. I think so it's, it's exciting. It's going to go down to the last game of the season. That's what you want, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Be good Absolutely game. what you want. Uh, okay, so... Um, right, I tweeted about this last night. Um, I, My lot, my family, decided that they wanted to watch Frozen. Mm. And I said, oh, I've heard it's a load of shit. It is. And from, from you. And it started. And all of a sudden, there was singing. So immediately, Lots my fucking singing. immediately, there my eyes was like, "What is this shit?" And like Jane and the girls were laughing at me because they know how I feel about that kind of bollocks. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the songs. I enjoyed everything about it. Watch it, was... it sixteen more times, John. Come back to me. Well, I said to you at the time when you said it, "Is that just because you've got overexposure?" No, because... it's not. It's just because it's it's even the first second time you watch it is just it's it's not good. Apart from what? the fact that it's depressing, the fact that you... Well, basically what happens is, and this is no spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen Frozen yet, um, you've got two little girls, one who's got magic powers that can control snow, basically, who uh, accidentally hurts her little sister. They get taken off to see some magical healing trolls who are supposed to be lovely. These trolls then they proceed... They were great. These trolls, right, then proceed to scare the shit out of the little girl, basically... <laughs> what? Tell the, tell the dad that, didn't that her, happen. her powers are going to kill everybody and that they should be kept apart. And at the same time, one of the other trolls kidnaps kidnaps a small boy and his pet reindeer. Well, right? it was, it was That's a, how the movie starts. It was acceptable in the past. It gets as... worse from there on. It's awful. The songs are derivative and crap. There's I only quite, one I that's talk. probably stand out in it and it's not very good anyway. And that's the bloody... Uh, Christoph and Sven duet in the barn. Um, you know, there's so many inconsistencies to the plot. It's just, it's, and it's just not as good as Tangled. Well, I haven't seen Tangled. <gasps> You've not uh, seen Tangled. It's 
it's a Disney film. It's a Disney family film with princesses. Oh, my daughter fucking loves it. Great characters. The the, the, uh, the snowman character's great. He's the, not. He's not great. <laughs> he's an annoying little splat face. I want to kill a him. A what face? I'd take a blowtorch to his ass. He's an annoying little twat. <laughs> Sorry, I just... Oh, I've had it up to here with fucking Frozen. It's a shit film. It's not good. Well, I disagree, but I'm not going to argue with it because I'm not going to argue... Go away, watch Tangled. Sometime in the next two or three weeks, go and watch Tangled, which is a great film. And, you know, come back to me then and tell me that Frozen is a touch on that. I... Okay, That's your mission. I'll, I'll, I will do. I'm going to go. In, I'm going to go into uh, and instead of asking my family if I can watch Commando for the millionth time, oh, Commando, I'm going to watch Tangled. Oh, I don't know. Actually, watch no. Commando. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyone. Anyway, I, 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 I liked. Oh, okay, I liked it. I mean, what's not to like? It's got fucking princesses in it and magic, and the animation was great, and the good characters. And it just flew by, and I even I didn't like. I even enjoyed the music. I so, like Looking Deer. That's, that's, I'll give it that. If yeah. you're looking for a good family film, then this is definitely worth. Playing League of Legends again? No, sorry. Is that can you, no, that's I'm, not I'm, me. I'm looking stuff up. Um, okay, so another film I watched is um, a film called Idiocracy, which I'd never heard of, but it's like about five, six, seven years old, and this is a film made by Mike Judge. Of Beavis and Butthead fame. Oh, right. And basically, it's a film with uh, Luke Wilson, not Owen Wilson, mm. who is a very average uh, American uh, military person who is quite happy sat in it behind his desk doing fuck all, who, because of his averageness, is asked to take place in a kind of a uh, stasis experiment where they're going to put put him and some woman to sleep for a year and wake them up, but for one reason or another that doesn't happen, and they only wake up they wake up five hundred years in the future, where society has where basically the stupid the society has become so stupid that he is now the smartest guy in the world, and uh, it's basically a satire on. Just you know, the be- the beginning it starts with there's two there's two sets of people. There's the professional couple who c- keep making excuses for not having children because they're too busy, or the the economy's not right, or whatever. You know, they just can't bring a child into the world. And then you've got the hillbilly, the kind of yeehaw who is just throwing kids out. You know, just popping them out every two minutes. And lo and behold, 500 years in the future, the, the, the population is full of complete fucking morons who can't look, can't look after themselves. And, um, you know, the uh, cynic in me says, thinks that this might not be quite so far, far from the away. truth. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, I mean, it's a silly film, uh, but it is a satire. And um, I, I quite enjoyed it, really. I mean, it, I think it'll be Marmite. I mean, don't go expecting anything highbrow because it's very, very lowbrow. But the, the reason it's lowbrow is it's sub- subject matter. So I recommend you check that out. I think that was on Netflix or it might have been on Sky, but it was free or whatever. <laughs> and that's called Idiocracy. 
and uh, yeah, it's not too bad at all. Another film I watched um, was um, I'm not going to mention that one. That was called um, Friends with Kids, and it was just your typical fucking rom com where two friends decide to have a baby, but they're not together. And lo and behold, oh, guess what God. happens at the end? They murder the child and eat it on a spit roast. No, but nah. I think you'll get it on the second guest. No, sacrifice it to alien gods. No, it was no. all right to be honest. It was it had the uh, it had what's his name from the IT the IT crowd in it. Uh, the Obi 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 bloke. No, um, Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, basically, it was the cast. In fact, it was the cast of Bridesmaids, but in different roles. Have you seen Bridesmaids? I'm sure I've mentioned it on here before. You have several times. Have you seen it yet? No. You must go and watch that film. That is a hell of a film. Anyway, um, but what I will mention is um, Saving Private Ryan, which I watched. And I watched it many years ago and I wasn't really paying much attention. Really? And we were out in the pub and I thought, I'm bored of the pub, I'm going to go home and I want to put on a film that I can crank the fuck up of uh, of my surround sound system and really put it through its paces. And I had an unopened in its seal packet um, Saving Private Ryan Blu-ray which I bought years and years ago that I keep meaning to get round and watch um, so I cranked that up fucking hell man the first 25 minutes of that film is just brutal it's, oh the beach it's just incredible what, mm. what an incredible piece of filmmaking that is unbelievable mm. have you seen it Vimesy? yeah 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 do you know who's in that? Yeah, Nathan Fillion, who then went on Is to he? starring. Yeah, he plays one of the brothers. One of the brothers. He plays you know the the three brothers or whatever. You don't get to see him though. Were... Right at the end, yeah. Right. Okay. He's the one who gets confused with the, the middle of it and stuff. He's in that, and he goes, um, "That was his first starring filmy role." All right. Um, I, I'm confused. What brothers are you talking about? It's the one where he, they they um, I don't want to do it for spoiling for actors, but they they, they find him, they pull him out, and it's the it's the, it's the wrong one. Um, so oh, so he's one of the wrong mm-hmm. private Ryan. So he's not not the private Ryan. Yeah, so he's not one of the brothers. No, he's the other one. He's the one that they get they they sort of pull him out and go oh, and he goes oh that's not me. You're thinking of so and so. Is that the one where he thinks he's little brothers? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I had no idea. I had to get a Firefly reference in here somewhere. (laughs) Anyway, so you didn't sound impressed when I said the first 25 minutes was amazing. You went, meh. You you didn't think that was incredible? No, no, it was was incredible. I don't know what I was going meh to. I was probably reading something else. Brilliant. Um, No, it's just just a great film. It's a great film all the way through. I mean, it tails off a little bit, really, after such a strong start. But... uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a real thought-provoking film about what people went through in the in the in the war. It's just uh, just absolutely incredible. Um, yep, yeah, crazy stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring a Gogglebox reference in now. I was watching Gogglebox last night, and because it's the hundredth anniversary of near enough the hundredth anniversary of the start of the First World War, mm. um, the, the people on Gogglebox were watching. Um, watching uh, Antiques Roadshow and they actually had a German guy on there who was showing his grandfather's medals from the First World War and this woman says 
Ah, oh, he must be so proud. And his, his husband said, oh, bloody German bastards. And she goes, what? She says, oh, were they on the other side? What? I mean, how the fuck do you not know this shit? It's just, oh, it's just unbelievable. It's it's incredible. Anyone who hasn't watched Gogglebox, you have to go and check it out. It was, it's it's just incredible. Anyway, carrying on, carrying on, carrying on. Last thing I watched, I had it on the planner for a long time. Twenty five games that changed the world, or whatever it was. That thing with, watch him reflect it. What's his name? Oh, Charlie Brooker. Charlie Brooker. I don't really, I haven't really ever really watched anything too much with him in it. I quite like him. He's um, he's all right. He's all right. He's not too bad at all. But, um, yeah, I found that re- really interesting. I, I, I think we've mentioned, I think someone mentioned last time when, when they'd watched it, they thought, why is Twitter classed as a game? I mean, I don't really follow mm, that. I think that's a stunt. Yeah. Um, but a couple of things that stood out for me um, at, uh, in the early stages was Elite. Mm. And it just brought home to me what an amazing achievement Elite was. Bear in mind that this ran on, I think it, they said it was 32k of RAM, mm-hmm. 32k of memory, which you couldn't even, you know, I could type hello into a Word document and <laughs> save it, and it, would, yeah. and it would be more than that. And um, we went from, you know, jumping around playing Manic Miner and shit like that, <clears throat> to all of a sudden, here's this whole fucking universe to explore, and you get to do dogfighting, and you get to do all this trading stuff, and you get to have to, you know, pilot your own ship into the space station, which you approach from a great distance, and it gets larger, and all of this shit. What an incredible thing Elite was for the time. Mm. Just absolutely unbelievable um, how they managed to get that, uh, achieve that. So, I mean, I just wanted to highlight that that really is, for me, one of the games that change the world and the other one that, that stood out for me when watching them watching people wax lyrical about it was minecraft uh, we've mentioned it earlier in the in in the show what i ma- i mean i grew weary of it quite quickly for, for a variety for a variety of reasons which we've come which is which i've spoken about many times but minecraft just it's just an incredible game that that touches so many people and on so many levels kids adults it's just an incredible thing and you know you could you, you could never really get bored of playing minecraft if you had any ounce of creativity <laughs> we all got bored of it john <laughs> i don't oh, know yeah, yeah, i don't the know ounce of creativity but yeah okay i get you mate. i don't know if i i don't know if i ever got bored of it i mean it's just unique and every time it's unique isn't it start a new world it's unique mm. walk you know half a mile in this direction and it's it's just completely unique. I mean, I haven't been back to it. You know, obviously there's probably about three times as many things in it than the last time I played it. Maybe I should give it a go. In fact, it did make me think, I want to go and play Minecraft again. I have a tour of Proton. He'll sort you out with it. But I don't think I'm into... I don't think I could be bothered with all the, the moddy stuff. And all the... I don't know what's changed to the base game. Well, I think there's all sorts of shit. There's horses and... Oh, all sorts of crap. So um, I might go and check that out. But I really enjoyed that 25 games that changed the world. I don't know if it's still available on Fall on Demand. I had it saved on my planner. But, um, yeah, I think it's uh, very much a worthwhile watch. And, you know, it's made me... I didn't know anything about Charlie Brooker before, but, 
you know, he's quite a good, um, quite a good presenter. And uh, frankly, I think he's um, he's on our side, isn't he, lads? He's uh, he's uh, you know flying the flag for um, well mature gamers, which mm. uh, I know that um, Steve and Kevin Bouncy and Anna were talking about on their show last Friday. Um, why is it that most of society seems to think that um, video games are for for children and look down on on adults who play video games? Do we want to discuss this now? Probably not. <laughs> not when it's about a three-hour show, John. Yeah, all right, let's move on. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so news. Um, I wanted to bring up this story that I know uh, the others spoke about on the other on the other podcast. Um, this. Call of Duty swatting thing. I understand swatting is a thing. Swatting is a craze where the idea is that you get um, the police or whoever to turn up at your at your victim's house and haul them over the coals because they think they're mass murderers or something, um, which is entirely irresponsible and completely uh, antisocial. Very much like everything I've seen on... Um, is it Vine? Mm. Have you ever seen Vine? Well, Vine, the, the, the seven-second videos. The video thing. It's disgusting, but the half the shit I've seen on that. All it is is a load of antisocial bullshit. Oh, cool. It's just dreadful what these people taking videos thinking it's fucking funny to, uh, I don't know, run around screaming, scaring people. I think it's absolutely shocking. Anyway, that's their age showing you for uh, age showing for you. But what I wanted to bring up on this was um, a thing that I saw that the, allegedly the police said as reported by um, Sky News. Uh, the police said they, the attacker... Well, basically, the story is these two kids were playing Call of Duty. One of them lost. The other one r- raged at him and then phoned up the police and said that this kid um, in New York um, phoned, phoned up pretending to be this kid in New York saying, um, I've just killed my mother and I'm going to go and kill some other people or something. So, of course, the police went in heavy-handed with two helicopters, a tank probably, and God knows what else. And um, about $100,000 just for that operation. Yeah, crazy, antisocial bullshit. But one thing they, the the police said, allegedly, um, he probably traced his IP address back to his home address. No, that doesn't happen. You can't trace a fucking IP address to a, to a goddamn um, street address. I mean, what the fuck are these people talking about? You can you can geographically trace a, an IP address to a to a region, but without 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 you know talking to an ISP. This is the thing that's got you riled up. Yeah, yeah it's just not, not annoys a massive me. waste of police time, or the scaring a poor innocent kid after well, it's just, it's just, SWAT teams bursting through the front door. Yeah, it does <laughs> annoy me. It's like it's it's just it's just complete fallacy and complete inaccuracy because it doesn't happen. It's like. It's like films with IP addresses in the 300s. It doesn't happen. It doesn't... It can't happen. Who the fuck is researching this? Give me a job in the movie industry dealing with this shit. You do know that not all phone numbers in, in, in films start 555. I know. You, you... No, I absolutely understand. And I understand the reason for the 555 um, thing. It's to stop fucking idiots thinking, oh, there's a phone number. It. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you cannot trace someone's unless you had cooperation from your isp there's no way you could um so you can do it if you've got cooperation from your isp it's these kind of inaccuracies john that send us down the itunes charts 
Right, carry on with what? <laughs> carry up with the non-uninteresting news that you were talking about. <laughs> I'm going to rattle through these because uh, we're running really long. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Thomas was alone. Um, hits a million sales. That's quite impressive. Does that include? Oh, here we go. Humble bundle. I don't fucking know. Well, I thought you'd researched it. Bithel <laughs> went on Twitter and said he sold over one million copies. I don't know whether that's humble. I don't know whether that's nah. It's just Bithel went on to say the bulk of those sales are in bundles, discounts, and promotions. So go with yes. Happy? No. Um, here's another one for the Vimeses amongst us Uh, Obsidian um, are hoping to launch a new Kickstarter uh, in 2014 so these yeah Obsidian (laughs) um, who haven't yet finished the Kickstarter that I backed for Pillars of Eternity are already planning their next Kickstarter this bodes really well for my 15 bucks doesn't it but um, you know it's see what happens there um, what else? Dragon Age Inquisition release date is going to be released in um, October 10th over our side of the pond and three days earlier in America. Um, trailer looks quite good, actually. Quite excited by that one. Better be better than the last one. Um, they found E.T., which is good. They've dug up E.T. Um, I want to say about this. It's this the old myth. This um, is brilliant. Yeah, it's... it is brilliant. Um, <laughs> it's just it came a bit out of the blue, really. Uh, this is this is the myth that back in oh Christ, was well, it's it more an urban legend than a myth. Yeah, so nineteen eighty-two, eighty-three, or something like that. That um, apparently loads and loads of Atari unsold merchandise was taken out to the Mexican desert and and buried um, around about the time that. Um, you know, it's Atari were going bust, basically, just what they, they were collapsing. Go on, John. No. Well, the urban legend is that... Well, basically, Atari got involved with the tie-in for E.T., the film E.T., which is obviously was a huge deal back in 1981 or 1982, whenever it came out. Mm-hmm. And um, they rushed out a video game version of it for whatever platform, whatever system it was. It was um, six weeks they built this thing. Yeah, but and they, you know, and because of the success of ET, they 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 assumed that you know, is that it was a license to print money anyway. So it turned out the game was absolute bag of shit. I, I never played it myself, um, but I understood that it was it was basically early alpha, which I'm sure you pretty much understand. Vimesy, <laughs> I know um, exactly what that is. <laughs> yeah, it was broken to the point of. You know, it was unusable, and you know, this is in the days before you were able to, like, get a first day patch or anything like that. And uh, yeah, it was such a big pile of shit that Atari were left with um, apparently millions of these cart- unsold cartridges, and um, they had to dispose of them. And uh, apparently, they dumped them all in some Mexican or New Mexican um, uh, tip, but. Um, as time's gone by, none of the current Atari staff knew whether it was real or not. It was just a bit of a legend because there's no one left from those days who was involved in dumping it. So someone researching this this urban legend um, made arrangements with, uh, you know, did some digging around, and uh, no pun intended, and uh, arranged for a dig on this, um, on this kind of landfill site and uh, looking for the lost treasure of millions of unsold <laughs> ET cartridges and lo and behold they found them it would appear 
so it, it's not an urban legend. It's a it's a it's a true fact. They did it, and uh, they found some of them. So I would imagine that some of those might be. I don't know. Would they be worth anything? I don't know. There's there's maybe is but there's lots of them. I imagine so maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Worth um, more than they were when they went into the ground. Put it that way. Yeah, certainly an interesting. I thought it was an interesting story, anyway. So, yeah, because I mean, that's basically the the incident that killed Atari as as an entity, really, for for quite some time. When it was blamed for the um, for for a huge downturn in the American games market um, that they didn't recover from 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 for many years, apparently. Anyway, lovely. Um, and the last bit is um, Disney fucks with Star Wars. So this is this is hilarious. <laughs> this is Disney have decided that um the expanded universe of Star Wars, so the comics, the books, uh most of the video games, uh so basically anything that isn't the movies or the Clone Wars, they've decided that that's no longer canon and that it doesn't really exist along the same timeline as Star Wars now, so they can effectively go and rewrite the entire lore of Star Wars. Um, so <laughs> it just means that uh, episodes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6, that's fine. Clone Wars, that's fine. That's canon. Everything else, nah, could be anything. So episodes... Uh, 7, 8 and 9 which is due to come out the next couple of years and on um, will not tell the same story as told post Return of the Jedi in the expanded in the um, expanded universe so all the books and stuff that follow on from the end of um, Return of the Jedi nah nah that's just that doesn't count anymore they decided to rewrite it so um, I just thought that was rather amusing um, but that's fan fiction isn't it no no, those are those are fully licensed books. Uh, you know, Timothy Zahn and all that kind of. You know, they are proper endorsed books um, by Lucasfilm. You know, plus all the games. So if you think about um, Star Wars: The Old Republic, the MMO, mm-hmm. no longer canon. All the Dark Forces, no longer canon. I don't know what that means. I've, we've had this conversation many times. What does this canon thing mean? It means it's no longer law. You know, it's like Lord of the Rings. It's like they're turning around and saying, actually. Um, everything after the end of the Hobbit, yeah. Anything after that, that, that Tolkien wrote after the end, of, no, that doesn't count anymore. We're going to rewrite that. Don't you fucking dare! There you go. <laughs> That's what it means to Star Wars fans. It's um... <laughs> well, it's slightly, it's slightly it's... different, but whatever. Yeah, on. I mean, there's, there's, there's obviously more, more out there for Star Wars than there is Lord of the Rings, but it's um, oh dear, I was just thought it was amusing and not particularly amusing way but yeah that's it that's the news i mean i'm surprised you think that you surprised you're surprised that they're going to fuck around with star wars i mean after... i know i knew they would fuck around with it i didn't think they'd turn around and go so far as to say everything that's already been written no longer actually is what you know no longer is canon no longer is law well for, it doesn't bother me because i haven't read any of that shit um, yeah i mean the thing that worries me is that we're going to find ourselves with the uh, Fucking Jar Jar Binks, Mark II, okay. appearing. And... See, people would have been a lot happier if they said everything before A New Hope is no longer canon. Can We can wipe one, two, and three off the face of this planet. That would have been fine. I don't know. Three wasn't so bad. Oh! 
three wasn't so bad. Two, I watched. I'd say, like I said before, I watched it more recently. It's fucking awful. Oh dear, Star Wars. I it's a lost call, isn't it? It's a lost call. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, oh, we did. I did say I was going to do some um, uh, prizes shit for. I can't be asked. I'm too tired. Um, I'll do that next week. Can if oost out what was his name Korth and whoever else the other guy was go back a couple of episodes if you could just get in contact that would be a hell of a lot easier um else um maybe i'd i'd do it on the show next week eh? yeah why not if any i don't want interest in this shit i might as well just save myself a bit of money whatever anyway so if you could though review us on itunes <laughs> you might win a prize or if I can't be asked you won't win a prize we've actually got another one this week only one uh, thank you very much to whoever it was I had it My here uh, Stiv84 a great show with witty and humorous banter so a very astute young man there um, listen to the other shows Mature Game Podcast with Kev Steve Bouncy and Anna uh, listen to they were surprisingly nice to us last week I don't know if you heard. No, I haven't listened to that one yet. No, they were very nice. But I was I too busy reading the book. Yeah. Buy their book. Why not? For a laugh. Uh, listen to The Night Shift with uh, Proton and Robbie and whoever else. Absolutely, I think it's on it still. Uh, and apps, of course, as, as I learnt a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Facebook is a thing. Um, so is email. <laughs> Neither of which are very effective, though. In terms of getting in contact with us, what is effective though is Twitter. So you can follow the show at MGP Bits, or you can follow me at UK Evil Homer. I'm at Fimesy74. I'm at Yoda is Blind. And that's your lot. Oh shit, sorry, I didn't mean to drop that. I'll, um. Uh, <laughs> we'll s- sorry, yeah. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. See ya.